What's up, everybody? This is the MMA Breakdown. We're here to talk to you about UFC 267, and we're going to go through a quick rundown of my best picks, parlays, and what I expect to see from this fight. Do a quick rundown of each fight, a minute and a half per fight, give you a brief idea of where I stand on this, and at the end of this, I'll run through where I plan on placing my money for the weekend in order so we can all make some money. So let's dive right into this. <clears throat> in the first fight, we got Tejir and Labula. Alan Bekov against Alan Nascimento. Now, if you look at Tajir, Tajir is a Khabib protege. He's known Khabib since he was about 13 years old. Trains at a good camp. Um, you know, he trains in Islam as well, who is up on the card later. And he's a very good on the ground, good striking. Although, in his first fight in the UFC, I wasn't overly impressed with him. Him coming into the UFC, I expected a lot more. And expect kind of a blow-up performance whenever he fought Bruno Silva. Now, that fight was a unanimous decision. But in hindsight, I could have seen that fight going either way. I know a fair bit of people may disagree with me on that. But I'm hoping he comes out in this fight against Alan Nascimento. And, you know, he's got the UFC jitters out of the way. And now, hopefully, it's his time to shine. Now, if you look at Alan Nascimento, he's been trying to book a fight for a little while now. Hasn't had too much success. He has five canceled fights after his loss to Ravion Pavia in 2018 on the Dana White's Contender Series. Um, that was a fairly close fight, in my opinion. It was a split decision loss. I personally saw it uh, the other way. I didn't think Pavia won that fight. I gave the first two rounds to Asimento, but that's just me. I'm not a judge. Um, after that fight, he would go on to fight Elevando Lima in Juno de six. Who's a guy with a five and two record? He won the fight by rear naked choke, but not the not the greatest strength of schedule in that sense. Um, going uh, going up against this year, he's gonna be facing a much better guy, much better grappling, much better striking, and I see this year taking this fight by unanimous decision. I just don't think there's a place in this fight where Allen is actually better. So, but that being said, you know this fight is in the flyweight division. So as much as Tazir does have a lot of finishes on the regional scene, I don't foresee him getting this fight down within the distance. Moving on to the next one, we have Demir Usambalva against Magomed Mastubeva. I'm butchering every single one of these guys' names. Um, this is honestly one of my favorite fights on the card. You have two guys who are coming from um, different organizations. They've been champions in uh, two organizations prior to this they both come in with a very different um a very very different um very di <laughs> in the second fight you have Demir Asumbelov against Mustafa <laughs> against Megamog Mustafa and to me this is one of my favorite fights on the card with Megamod, you saw him whenever he KO'd Rafael Hazib in the first round. The guy comes in, 
throwing bombs. He's got great grappling. And the guy comes to bang. He's a pretty big dog in this fight, which is kind of surprising to me. If you look at Demir, he is a much more composed fighter. He's very content with his jab, has good takedowns, good kicks, and he's he's more content, you know, the better minute winner, in my opinion. Um, if you look at Megamod, whenever he fought Brad Riddell, that was one of the craziest fights I've ever seen. Um, it was a split decision loss. Uh, you know, Brad Riddell did outstrike the holy hell out of him. But yeah, Megamod also landed about 10 more takedowns for him, 10 more takedowns than him. If I'm looking at this fight, it's kind of dog or pass for me. I find it hard to think that Demir covers a minus 350 line. I think Megamon is very live in this spot. I think he'll be able to get the KO in this fight, but it's definitely one of these fights where I'm looking forward to that regardless which guy wins, I'll be super impressed. It's just, just set up to be a straight up banger. But I'm going dog on this one. I got Megamon by KO. In the next fight, you have one of the weirdest things on this card with Yahoo Choi against Andre Petrowski. Now, Andre Petrowski just won the Ultimate Fighter. Without, although I feel like me and a lot of people were kind of underwhelmed by that position. Whenever he fought Michael Gilmore, Michael Gilmore came in as a late minute replacement. And we kind of all expected him to come in and just beat the brakes off him. But it took him to the third round to do it. Now, if you look at Yahoo Choi, he's only three and two. Uh, three and two. Um, doesn't have a lot of experience. He's fought at heavyweight, light heavyweight, and now he's fighting at middleweight. So the guy's kind of all over the place in that sense. He trains at Tiger Muay Thai, so you got to assume that he's got great striking. And this fight is a pass altogether for me. I see way too many variables on each end. Andre Petr- uh, Petrovsky didn't look great in his last performance, and which we like, I, I don't, we don't know a lot about this guy. Like, who could come out there and just blitz Petrovsky? Petrovsky doesn't have the greatest cardio. That's kind of where he lost that fight to Brian Battle, where he looked great in the first round, but he kind of just lost it as the fight went on. So, this fight's a complete pass for me. As for a straight pick, I got to go with Andre Petrovsky. I feel like he'll be able to get this fight to the ground and control it, but it is just a straight pass. Moving on to the next one, we have an awesome fight in Makwan Aramakarmi versus Lerone Murphy. Now, I am super high on Lerone Murphy. This guy comes in, and we always say things like, you want to bet on a guy that's going to fight for your money? That is Murphy right there. This guy tires people out by them trying to grapple him because they do not want to stand with him. Now, with Markwan, Markwan wants to grapple. Markwan's 16 and 6. And as a guy who chooses to chain wrestle, he has never worked on his cardio. It makes zero sense to me. He's great in the first round, can get you down, can get the submission. But if it goes past the first round, the guy's got nothing left. So I don't know if his coach is, if this is a case that you saw it taking over. I don't know. But I am all in on Murphy in this fight. I say this to a lot of people. I like to live bet. You know, I like to wait and see how things are going to go. And for me personally, I am going to parlay up Laurent Murphy, but I'm going to wait till after that first round to actually make a straight bet on him. Because with Murphy, there's a great chance he drops the first round. I can see Mark getting him down, putting him in a couple bad positions, and that line's going to move from a minus 350 to a pick And then you throw your money on Murphy because Mark is not going to come out in the second round. 
let the same guys think that he did in the first. So for me, I got um, I got Murphy by KO. I think he gets it done in the second or third round. Moving on up the card, we got Michael Ozeshek versus Demil Katerov. This is another one of these fights where it's kind of a stay away from me. It's one of the more evenly priced fights on the card where everybody else is kind of a minus 350. And it's just, once again, it's too many variables. You got Shamil, who has an amazing grappling background, who doesn't like to use him. You have Michelle, who looks terrible off his back, but probably won't get put there because Shamil won't try and wrestle. So I think it's going to come down to who's the better minute winner. And for me, that's kind of leaning towards Michelle Lord as a jet chuck, but it's just... It's just a complete pass for me. I don't see a side on this where I'd feel comfortable putting money on it. And I don't see a really a side where I'm favorable on each guy. It's just who's going to land it. I don't see a finish. If anything, I'd bet this fight goes in the distance because I cannot foresee it ending inside the, um, inside the first three rounds. So for um, just a record sake, I'll go with Michelle, but just not a not a fight I'm I'm big on. But moving on up, we have Lazu Zakowski versus Benoit Saint Denis. And this is a fight of mine. Now Benoit Saint Denis, this guy fought in the special force or sorry, this guy uh, part of the special forces. A crazy, crazy human being. Comes in with an astonishing uh, wrestling background. But this is the UFC. And with Elizu. Uh, this guy's got like 10 fights in the UFC already. So for Benoit, this is a very, very tough UFC debut. I see Elizu coming out and just starching him, unfortunately. I wish Benoit got a little bit of an easier fight coming into it. But with Elizu, he throws crazy kicks, crazy punches, flying knees. He's all over the place. And we don't know a lot about Benoit. We don't know how great his wrestling really is. And if you look at Elizu's last 10 fights, you know, how many of these guys would a Benoit actually beat? And these are just where variables coming in for me. So I got Eliza by KO. I think he just destroys this guy. And but to be honest, if you're not a betting person, this is a beer and popcorn type of fight. Like I don't even want to throw money on this fight because I just want to sit there and crack one and watch it. This fight's gonna be awesome. And I look forward to it. Moving on up, we have one of my most solid picks of the night with Albert Durev versus Roman Kapalov. Now Roman Kapalov, he's a good fighter comes in, but there's nothing that I personally think that he can bring to the table in this fight. I was kind of surprised that Albert had to go through the contender series to get to here. Um, the guy's got a super impressive record, 14-3. He's beat some heavy competition. And the guy just looks like an absolute stud. Uh, I think he comes out here. I think he rides out Roman. And I think, yeah, well, I think this fight goes to decision, unfortunately, but with Roman Karpilov, you know, from a guy, you you would think it would have a relatively decent wrestling background. He got taken out and choked out by Carl Robertson. And Carl Robertson has some of the worst takedowns in the UFC, let alone takedown defense. So I just don't see a world Roman gets this fight done. So I'm Albert Drive all day. He's going to be another piece of my parlay who we'll be talking about at the end. Moving on up, we have the Zabiro Takuzov versus Ricardo Romas. Now, this fight, this fight's going to be underwhelming because I got to be honest, I don't like 
either one of these guys. If I look at Zabira, he's one of these guys, he's kind of low output, doesn't really have the greatest grappling. He's like that, um, he's like your stepbrother that just screws up all the time, you know? But everybody else is great, so he's just kind of part of the family. That's how he is. He comes from a camp with Khabib, with Islam, and, you know, guys who are just way up there doing great things, and he just doesn't really fit the mold. Um, with Ricardo Romas, you know, he's also not the greatest fighter in the world. He can come in here, he can try and press the action, try and get some takedowns, you know, but it's just, to me, it's going to come down to, like I said before, who can land better uh, minutes in this fight. And just for sake that this fight is honestly in Russia, I think that Zabira will end up winning a split decision in this fight. I think it's just going to be one of these fights that's relatively underwhelming. And it goes to the judges' scorecards, and we all kind of sit there and shrug our shoulders and hope the fight goes in our way. So I said in the last fight, or two fights prior, that you should grab a beer and watch it. This is the fight where you should go get a beer because it's not going to be that great. Moving on up, we got one of my favorite dogs of the night on the card. We have Amanda Rivas going up against Vivian Arusha. Now, the joke's there. Vivian Arusha, she looks like Rob Schneider. It's hilarious, and I love it. But she's also an amazing fighter. And so is Amanda Rivas. But with Amanda Rivas, I just I feel like she's a little bit unproven. The big test that she's been put into, she hasn't looked really well in. She did have a great round against Marina Rodriguez. But then she just kind of gassed. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, whenever I'm putting money on somebody, I want to put money on somebody who's going to fight for my coin. And that's Vivian. She's going to be in Amanda's Reba's face, and she's going to be throwing bombs the whole time. And unless Amanda can keep this fight at bay, excuse me, I do not see her being able to win this fight. Right now, you're getting Vivian with dog money. I think that's a great line. Because even if Amanda Rebez does start winning the striking, she's going to get pushed up against the cage. Vivian's just a much better pressure fighter. The only thing I will say about this fight that makes me a little bit worried about the dog is that Vivian is a little bit smaller, and this is in the bigger cage. And as that generally favors wrestlers, it does make me a little bit concerned. Although, looking at the odds now, or sorry, the stats now, um, Amanda Rebez only has a two-inch reach advantage, so it's not that big. So, for me, I'm all in on the dog. I think Rob Schneider gets this one done, and I'm ready to fade Amanda Rebez again. I made some point off betting against her against uh, Marina Rodriguez, and I will do it again. Now we're moving on up to the fun ones. We're moving on up to Mega Magoff and Goliath versus Volkan Ozdemir, and I'm just going to say this right now. Bet the violence. Don't even waste your time picking a side. If you're going to pick a side, pick Magamov because, you know, guy's a freaking stud. But there's no way in hell this fight goes the distance. All these guys are going to come out and meet in the middle of the cage. And the only reason why I have a slight bit of fear to bet on Ankalaev is that Volkan hasn't looked great as of late. And he's going to come out there and try to prove something, you know. Ankalaev is coming down. You know, he's moving his way up in this division. And Volkov's going to be standing in the way of him to be able to do that. So, me personally, I said I bet the violence, but 
I, as a straight pick, I got Mecca, I got Ankalaev. Yeah, the guy's a friggin' stud. You saw what he did against the Kutalaba. The only thing against Ankalaev that worries me is he tapped out to an arm bar by Paul Craig with one second left in a fight where he was dominating. So there is a little bit of a, a giving up in him. So, all right, moving on up, we have what everybody wants to see in Hazma Shemaya versus Shea Leon Lee. And I see a lot of people going with Lee on this one. You know, they want to take a shot of the dog. And all I'm going to tell you is don't. I, like, I don't know why. People are like, oh, Hazma is unproven. Shows Lee. Who is he beat with a great wrestling background? He got taken down at will by Neil Magny. And don't get me wrong, Neil Magny has great wrestling. But he doesn't have a great wrestling background. Hazma Shemaya has three gold medals in grappling. So, <laughs> I don't know where everybody thinks Ali's going to win. That being said, you know, if the line keeps getting as crazy as it is, I might even have to bet something on Lee. But I think Hazma comes out of here, proves a point, and just smashes him and hands Lee his first uh, finish loss. I just don't see a world where Lee gets this done. And even if he can withstand the first little bit, the pressure from Shemaya is just going to be way too much in this. So, I'm Shemaya all day. I already got him parlayed up. I even parlayed the KO because I'm not laying minus 500 on somebody. So, moving on up, we have Alexander Volkov versus Maisi Tarabira. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it, that I'm riding with the dog on this one, too. I just, it's not that I don't think Volkov will lose. It's that I don't think he covers the price tag that he's being set up to. And, like, minus, let's take a look at these odds right now. I just want to make sure that I'm not going to be lying to people. But, yeah, it's it's hard for me to say that he's going to cover that. Yeah, so Volkov right now is a minus 300, and he shouldn't be. Like, whenever I look at these fights, I look at if a guy's going to be able to cover that price tag. And there is a lot of ways for Tibera to win this fight. If Tibera can get this fight to the ground, we've seen that Volkov doesn't do good off his back. So am I going to lay minus 300 on a guy? Or am I going to throw a $5 bet on Probably minus or my uh, plus nine hundred on a dog. You know, the odds are against you, but I I see a very clear path for Tiberia in this fight. Even if he makes this fight boring and grindy, I think this fight should be closer to like a minus one fifty for Volkov. So for me, this is dog or pass one hundred percent. And honestly, I'll go with Tiberia. I'm in on it. Moving on up, we have Islam Makachev versus Dan Hooker. Now, we all got to give Dan Hooker the love. You know, he took this fight on short notice, but I think we all know what's going to ha happen here. He's never really faced somebody with great wrestling. I know a lot of people are looking like, oh, he's going to KO Islam. Islam got chin check. Yeah, Islam got chin check in like 2015. Okay. You know, Dan Hooker just beat Nazar at high press, which I got to admit, I faded Hooker in that spot. Um, He's got a loss to Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier, if I was good, the Chandler fight, he got beat pretty bad. But even moving on down, you got Felder, Ali Quinta, James Beck, Edson Barbosa. The last real wrestler he faced was Gilbert Burns. And as much as he won that fight, there was never really a chance for Gilbert Burns to get off on it. So I got Islam by decision, and this is one of my stronger takes. Right now, Islam Mokjev is sitting at minus 600. That's dumb. 
even if you bet the plus 115, which I bet on the uh, decision prop, you get a much better value. Or bet the KO, which I don't think is going to happen. I think the decision is your safest bet. Dan Hooker's durable as all could be. So, but I, I just, I, I don't see a world where he gets it done. I don't really think he's that alive of a dog in the spot. So I got to go with Islam Mogchev. I really do think this guy's the real deal. Moving on up to the co-main event. We got Peter Young versus Corset Hagen. God damn, I'm fucking excited about this one. Corset Hagen, he's one of these guys where I said this guy's going to be champion. Him, Yuri Prashashka. So these guys need to hurry up because right now they're making me look like an idiot. But I've been faded Peter Young since day one. I don't know why I cannot get behind this guy. <clears throat> and in the spot, I'm going to fade him again. I think Corey has all the tools to win this fight. And I just think it's his fight to lose. And I got to say, I'm excited about fading Peter Young once again. I've been fading since day one. And I got to admit, like, I understand the hype behind him. The guy does look good. But I love being this guy. And in the beginning, I said there was two guys I said are going to be champion. Corey Sanhagen and Yuri Prohashka. So these guys need to get on it. And I got to admit, like, this is Corey Sanhagen's fight to lose. He got those little spinning, wild stuff. And he's got to learn to step away from that, you know? You're fighting at the elite of the elite now. These spinning back kicks and stuff like that, they're going to work on maybe top 15, but they're not going to work on a guy like Peter Young. And he just needs to go in there, you know, use his jab, use his kicks, but win a grindy decision. Don't go in there and look for the flashy KO because you're not going to get it against a guy like Young. So to me, it's his fight to lose, but I'm riding high on Corey all day. I think he's going to shock the world this weekend, and I cannot wait. And I also think he beat TJ Dillashaw, and so does the rest of the world. So don't argue with me on that one. Moving on up to we got the main event. Got Jan Blachowicz versus Glover Teixeira. God damn, I would lose all my parlays to see Glover Teixeira with us. But that probably won't make me any money, so I got to go with the end of this one. I love Glover Teixeira. I grew up watching this guy. He's one of my favorite guys in the UFC, and I love him. To see him right off into the sunset. I just don't personally think it's going to happen. So I got to go with Jan by KO in the spot. If you look at Glover to share his last couple of fights, the guys were riding high on a crazy win streak, but he's fighting guys with very terrible takedown defense. And Jan has very good takedown defense. You know, so I see Glover to share is probably going to get clipped early. He's probably going to go for the takedown. But instead of fighting a guy like Santos, who's just going to lay on his back. And not know what to do. He's gonna he's gonna keep getting clipped because Yon will probably reverse that position. So I think Yon gets his fight down fairly early. But I will say, and I just did, if Glover wins, I will happily lose every single parlay I have with Yon, and I will drink to that because I would love to see Glover right off in the sunset. Um, so let's just take a quick rundown on this card. Right now, I've got a parlay with Yon Povich by KO, Hazma Shumaya by KO. And uh, Islam Makhachev by decision. It gives you plus money. It's, a, to me, three things that are fairly likely to happen. Um, best props that I see in this fight. Hazmat KO, uh, Ankle Live KO. The Volkov Tibera over 1.5. I think it's a very safe bet. Um, <laughs> Albert Durayev by decision. I think is a very good bet. The... Michael Olszewczyk 
and Shamil goes the distance. A very good bet. And I think Tagir winning by decision against Alan Nascimento is a very good bet as well. He's got a lot of finishes on his record, but they're all against lower-level competition. Um, speaking of dogs uh, that I have on this card, I think Mega Masudava is a very live dog. I like the KO prop. I think he's got a good chance of KO Demir in the spot. Um, I think Leo Murphy by KO, another prop. I like Michael Lord Oshijaya as a dog. I love Corey Sanhagen as a dog. I like Baby Anaruja as a dog. And I like Marcin Taber as a dog. Now keep in mind, you know, my most confident dog on this play is Baby Anaruja. Uh, that is a dog I would say that I'm going to personally bet on. The other ones, a little bit on the fence as he passed the victory for them, which is why uh, I'm blaming them as dogs. So if you're looking for a spot where you think you can throw some money and get better odds, these are guys that I think have passed the victory in this fight. So just a quick run through of my picks. Get Tazir, Mega Mod, Andre Petrescu, uh, but please don't bet on this fight. Leon Mur <laughs> Leroy Murphy, um, Michael Ovsudetschik, butchered that name, Elizu, Albert Drive, uh, Zuberia, Vivian, Ankaliyev, Hazmat, Marcin, Islam, Corey, and Jan Blachowicz. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this. This is the MMA Breakdown. And until next time, have yourself a good day. Hopefully we all win some money. Cheers.